Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by Quan, and this is the show where we talk about WWE, NXT 2.0, and AEW Dynamite. Maybe all the other uh, Dynamite and Friends, if it comes, <laughs> if needed. <laughs> How you feeling, Quan? Feel fantastic, man. The good weekend, Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, Best I, time I, I of thought, the year. I thought you was gonna say them bets hidden. <laughs> nah, them bets not hidden. <laughs> Dog, NFL, <laughs> NFL, NFL Sunday had me hot, man. I ain't gonna lie. Oh lord, the dog, the Dolphins losing it all again. Nah, man? nah, the Dolphins won on Thursday. No, um, who lost? Oh, the damn Seahawks. They got shut out. They get the Packers. I had a three. I had a three team parlay. The, the Eagles did what they need to do. Who's the other team I picked? I forgot the other team, but I had a three-team parlay, and in the in the Seahawks blew it. So you know, I'm off that for the for the week. I'm not, I'm not opening that up. <laughs> them, them boys gonna be knocking at the door. <laughs> all all right, but that's good. That's all great and fun. Um, AEW Full Gear was over the weekend. Um, we were usually we would talk about it in our AEW segment. We're going to talk about it a bit now. In brief, uh, we went, you know, over the card uh, in full in detail with a whole bunch of um, new members and old members of the community um, on Spaces on Twitter. So if you, you know, want to get a more in depth or quick thoughts on it, join our Spaces next time. Uh, it's kind of really hard to hoard all that information from, you know, the weekend and then holding it until now. So we encourage you to, uh, check out our space, um, on Twitter, uh, the A show RNC. So let's get into, in the trenches. So we have a lot of topics here, you know, since, uh, there's, AEW had their pay-per-view and some little, uh, just a little bit of NXT stuff. So first, I just want to start out NXT. There's a report saying that NXT might uh, be transitioning into a TV 14 television rating. What do you think about that, Quan? I see it already. (laughs) Um, I, it's not really like, I know fans have been clamoring for WWE to be a little more edgier for a while now, probably since the change to PG, those those John Cena days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the TV rating, in my opinion, doesn't really always correlate with the quality of the product. So, yeah. I mean, T- NXT, if it wants to go TV 14, it's really not going to make me change my opinion on the show, probably. Um, I like where it's at now. I think it's, it, it has a little edge right now. Um, but if they want to take it a little step further, as long as they don't go full on 1999, 2000, you know, era promos uh, where they, where women are getting called sluts and who as knows long what. as they don't go MJF promo. Yeah, you know what <laughs> I mean. Then that's fine. If they want to go TV 14, I'm not mad at it. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, I I feel the same way, honestly. I wasn't paying attention to the television rating before. I don't know. It, it was just like something on, on the screen that I really wasn't paying attention to. So uh, when they were just like, oh, we might boost it. I was just like, 
Damn, y'all shit was a boost before. Uh, y'all had that camera cameraman basically up talk to the attractions asshole. Uh, you know, for two weeks now. There's a lot of innuendo. Yeah, so yeah, sure, uh, I guess. Uh, there's a lot of innuendos. Uh, I thought um, when Andre Chase, when you know they started doing the bleeping stuff on Andre Chase, I thought, oh, you know, they're already bumping it. Like I. It seems like they're already in the TV 14 stage. They're just looking to, like, get it approved. <laughs> yeah, it basically, it seems like they're just like, all right, we're already doing it. They're, like, they're like pushing the, t- the PG as far as they can go right now. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm a uh, little afraid if they do go TV 14, how far they're going to go. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I, I know you said that, you know, it might... You know, it doesn't affect the overall quality of the product, but I feel like it might if they, you know, start going full. Yeah, they, they go all, all, yeah, they gotta go all in on it if they're gonna do it. Well, like you know, it doesn't have like just because you are TV fourteen does not mean you should like you know go full Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> um, next controversial news: Jay Lethal. Is signed to all elite wrestling. This has caused quite a stir on all sorts of fronts on wrestling. Um, you want to give your thoughts on it, Quan? Well, you want to give him the background of why it's controversial that Jay Lethal has been signed? Okay. Uh, I, I was just going to toss it up to you, but uh, Jay Lethal has been accused by. Three people um, of blackballing due to women uh, rejecting his sexual advances uh, in ROH. I um, I forgot. I don't know her. Tell, Teller Taylor yeah, Taylor Hendricks, right? That her name. Okay, yeah. Uh, Taylor Hendricks, uh, Kelly Klein, and one anonymous uh, report. I think. You know, Jay Lethal just being another individual that was, uh, you know, called out during his speaking speaking out and still shows up to AEW. Um, I think it's kind of shitty. And then, you know, on the same week, I was honestly I was going to put that on the uh, on the docket originally where Tony Khan basically just shut a woman out when they wanted to ask about the women's division stuff. Uh, but you know, everything else happened. Like it just kept getting worse. Um, so yeah, he's a, a sign to all elite wrestling. Obviously, uh, people are bringing, you know, reminding people, Ayo, y'all, y'all might've forgot, but I, <laughs> you know, here it is. Jay lethal is not a great person to say the least. Um, and then everybody on the AEW community side are just like, well, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's nasty, man. I don't, I don't like it. Um, the thing is like, yeah, the ROH contracts are free. There's so much talent at ROH. If Jay Lethal was the guy you chose with, with a controversial, you know, 
Perception Kay on Lethal him right now. He's not the first guy that I am thinking about once ROH is up. At all. Jonathan Gray, I, uh, Graham was like the yeah. first, like the first dude I was just like, dog, I'd love to see him in AEW. That's more, I'm just like, why Jay Lethal of all people? I, I mean, I guess he has a little TV. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he definitely has TV, TV experience. He's TV experience, so I'll give him that. But like, there's so many guys you could have grabbed. It just, it just seems really tone deaf, especially after the, yeah, the situation with the reporter and him saying, Tony Khan talking about he needs more credit for the women, uh, NWA power show, how he funded the women. And you feel like he's not getting enough credit for it. I'm just like, Yo, you're a billionaire. That's your job to pay these people. Like, what do you mean? yeah, what do you he was just like, well, "Why aren't you guys, you know, clapping for me when I did the bare minimum?" Yeah, it's so, just like, you know, because AEW, uh, you know, they really champion the bare minimum. Yeah, and and then just like, it just. <laughs> It's, and then you, then you, then you, so you bring it, so you're bringing, you're saying, oh, look, I'm how I'm doing this for women, this and that. And then you're putting somebody who clearly, uh, I mean, seems like a danger to women in the same locker room. You know, it just, it's just very tone deaf. And it's, it's another one of those things where like Tony Khan should probably like shut up. It's very, he, it's very become, it's coming to the point where he's becoming like almost too arrogant that he feels like he can just do whatever he wants with no repercussions. And I mean, well, I just I, I I feel like he's well in his right to think he can just get away with anything. And you know, and and it's just it's nasty how these you know these these quote unquote journalists in the wrestling community turn their head to it. You know, it's that hey, look, man. Not 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 even dog. I saw a lot of crazy stuff, and um, I think it's the same kind of just like reaction to like it literally happened like two uh like two weeks ago where somebody uh employed by fightful was just like toxic attraction uh you know they're just being looked at as sex objects when uh imperium you know said that america has its benefits basically just saying american women are pretty yeah that's it like uh toxic attraction they're just you know eye candy blah blah blah, this and that as they're holding the tag title and their whole thing literally their whole gimmick is i'm sexy and very dangerous mm-hmm. do not underestimate me like that's literally their whole thing and then you know aew does like some crazy thing literally the next day and they just say i'm tired of talking about it because i received so much hate online from the uh the wild shit i said the other day and um, a lot of this press don't want to lose their AEW uh, buddy pass they got right now. That their their rapport is, with Tony Khan. It's clear as day. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then you know uh, th- them saying, "Well, I don't really, I don't, I don't really care about you know uh, press passes. Like I don't need it." And it's just like, "You sure?" Because you acting like it. <laughs> um. You can listen to the A show where Meals and Justin, who uh, you know, are former journalists, uh, how they talk about uh, the sort of thing, getting some. I think they could put it into better better words than we can because yeah, they're they're much more well spoken than we are. Because <laughs> I'm like speechless about the whole thing, 
And I'm speechless about like how this really just gets swept under the rug. And just to be clear, if WWE did this, we would also have the same reaction. This isn't just because it's AEW signing. I mean, People, you know, we had the same we had the same uh, thing when speaking out to, came out when El Aguero uh, when Murjani was here. We talked about El Aguero on NXT, uh, all the NXT UK guys. Yeah, we had to put a disclaimer Dream. every time. We had to put a disclaimer every time we talked about um, Matt Riddle. <laughs> every time, like just, just so y'all know, mother motherfuckers <laughs> was like ready to hang Matt Riddle. Jay Lethal gets signed. It's just like, what? He's good at his job. So what? Really? That shit blows my they, fucking mind, man. They, they, they could have signed somebody else instead of Jay Lethal. I don't think Jay Lethal. He's, he's not moving the needle for them. He surely is not moving the needle because he's, <laughs> you know, what is it? He's been like the super senior on the indies for like forever. Not even on the indies, just ROH. Yeah, not even just ROH. Like he he's just been stuck there forever. Um, I don't know, man. This is it. It, it it's very shitty, <laughs> and it sucks that you know. Uh, I know people like you know people are going to be like, well, you see, he signed the black talent. This guy, nah, son. <laughs> and I know people are trying to do the uh, you know. Y'all just trying to put a black man down. Da da da. Hey man, I ain't rooting for this, man. Cause I know there's a lot of black people that were on ROH that aren't, you know, that haven't done what Jay Lethal has done. Get the old milk dud, milk dud head ass out of here, man. Yeah, he's dogling lame as shit. <laughs> um prayers down for him. And then we're gonna move on to CM Punk saying that there are no more casual fans in wrestling so aew can you know kind of just maneuver the ship how they are doing already because why cater to a different fan base when there isn't you know when they're non-existent and i'll say dog that is a load of shit (laughs) (laughs) i literally went to the aew show with a casual fan a couple uh a couple weeks ago what are your thoughts on uh, his comment? I don't even know what he said. He said there's no more casual fans at all. He he was uh the full quote. Right now. Let me get um, read, I got, no, right I got the full quote. Okay. You got the full quote? Oh, all right, go ahead, read it then. Okay. Let this page load. Well, you don't have it. I got it right here. Look. Okay. <laughs> and, and I quote CM Punk at a uh, at the post full gear medium media scrum. I definitely think that there's overlap, right? I don't know if everybody who is a WWE fan specifically just what who is it just to watch me. Excuse me I, I clearly can't read. But what I recognize in front of an AEW audience is an, an audience that I used to wrestle in front of prior to me going to WWE. They're wrestling fans, and I will never understand the criticism of appealing to your fan base. If this is your fan base, we give them what they want. Everybody's happy. Now, I understand building a business and people talk about trying to get casual viewers. I don't think there's casual wrestling fans anymore. My opinion, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe some Dwadi and TNT is going to get mad that I'm saying this or I am of this opinion. But our fans are wrestling fans and we give them wrestling. Man, what a novel concept. Very, uh, (laughs) Very snarky, very sarcastic of CM Punk on brand. Um. 
Look, I mean, we know this is AEW. We know the fan base they're looking for. They tell us every week they're looking for white guys, 18 to 49. So <laughs> it is what it is. That's what, that's what they want. That's who they're appealing to. I can't really argue with Punk there if that's how he feels about it. Coming from his advantage, you know, wrestling in AEW. I just is AEW even going to try? I just think that AEW doing themselves a a disservice, only appealing to one demo. Are are they like? Are they not even going to try to make casual fans? They don't want that. Like you're not even going to try to grow. I feel like what's going to happen, or what they're kind of just hoping for, is. WWE brings the casual fan in and then they you know they kind of get into the fandom get into the space and then somebody says hey check out AEW because I, I I think at that point if you're like you know in the fan base you are sort of hardcore and then you like get absolved into uh, or absorbed into the AEW space and then that is your new viewer is that, is that a got, fair assumption? That's how I got into ROH. Yeah. Well, shit, that's how I got into everything. Yeah. <laughs> I watched WrestleMania, and now we're here. And we're here, <laughs> doing a podcast every week. So I, I definitely think that's what AEW is just kind of just, like, hoping for. Hoping for WWE to bring people in, and then WWE turned them jaded, and then they turned to All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> Speaking of fan bases, uh, yo, why does AEW never leave Chicago? They go to Chicago once a month. <laughs> hey, they're hardcore. Is, they're, is that the only place that's selling? Bread. They got bread, apparently. Is that, is that the only place that's selling? Like, no West Coast uh, venues want them? I don't understand. The uh, <laughs> mass mandate or a vaccine mandate. And they did New York, though. I th- uh, what Justin told me is that venues in California are expensive. So, and I know there's more than I know in the West Coast. There's more than just California. There got to be a uh, demand out out west for AEW to be out there. Maybe a small venue in Anaheim. That's what I'm saying. Something. I don't know how far is Anaheim it? is from LA, but do the spot. Do the spot that um PWG be doing. Uh, R- Reseda. No, not really. I mean, not <laughs> I'm so theater. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I think I think that uh, I think it's, it's too cool small, venue. but or something. They, I don't know. The venue that I went to in Miami, you could look it up. The James L. Knight Center is not a big place, so I feel like tiny. Yeah, they can uh, fill up any cafeteria. Just do it. Just go I mean, ahead. It's, it's, it's got to be a theater. I mean, it'd be different. It doesn't always have to be an arena. Yeah, they definitely I, they do theaters. Yeah, I think uh, if they want to just have a different presentation, just yeah, fuck it, do it in a theater, doing uh, wherever the hell PWG does this thing now. But mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, another big story is Kenny Omega um, taking some time away and needing shoulder surgery. Uh, I don't know if that's confirmed yet. Is that confirmed any shoulder surgery? Uh, it was later reported on uh, PW Insider. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
I always thought this was going to be the case for Kenny Omega, like really being banged up. Um, you know, just from all the New Japan stuff and the stuff that he does in AEW now. I would say I found like when this thing came out, I didn't want to do like a, I told you so because I think that's fucked up. But me and my friends were talking about like, hey, like why, like why, why do you per like really actually feel that Kenny Omega uh, like lost a step? And I would say, you know, after the ankle injury that he had, you know, he was pretty much never the same. Yeah, and I always he, felt he like. Yeah, and I was always just like, you know, there's a lot of wrestlers who get injured or get hurt and they can't move or like, you know, move like they used to and they change their style. Kenny Omega never did that. He, uh, you know, he, got, he was always like, you know, kind of like the speed and power guy, kind of all around. He hurts his, uh, he hurts his ankle and, uh, you know, he has to, he hurts his ankle. And he's still the all-around guy, still doing high-flying stuff, still, like, doing speed. Kenny Omega is, you know, he's a strong guy. I feel like he could have, like, you know, just did the powerhouse thing and just be, like, a really, really strong dude. It said no. It was just, like, the I pro- have to. The problem with that, the problem with that, that, that doesn't make you the best bout machine. Yes. And I think. So that- I think Kenny Omega has a similar kind of mind state like Brian does. He's trying to make sure he has the best match no matter what. And he will do whatever it takes but to have Brian, the best match. But I feel like but even Brian, Brian definitely changed, changed his, style. his style. Yeah. Um, but, but, dude, that, but dude, Brian went from Brian realized, you know, going from wrestling maybe once or twice a month to wrestling, you know, 40 times a year. It's a little mm-hmm. different. So he realized, you know, they, that's something you probably just learned in WWE is like, hey, you can't keep doing that because, you know, Lord knows that Brian never went to WWE. He probably would still be wrestling like, you know, 2008 Brian and Lord knows where he'd be right now. Um, but yeah, Kenny, Kenny also with Kenny is that he's been wrestling since shit, as long as Cena and Orton and them. Like father time is undefeated. <laughs> it's going to catch up to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kenny and... really had any big injuries in a long time. So, I mean. I, think, uh, I would up. say I would say the ankle injury is like the first big one. Yeah, you know what it kind of reminds me of? Rest in peace. But uh, once Kobe, Kobe seemed like he never got hurt until he got older. And then he mm-hmm. got hurt and he kept getting hurt. And he would just, you could just tell he's worn yeah. down. It's like, this is it. Yeah. It, it, it all, um, it kind of looks like that to me right now. I was always a, like, always like an advocate for like, yo, like, can you make it like change your style, especially since you have a new crop of talent to work with? Mm possibly slowing down for them could be best you know like kind of slowing down or like just dumbing yourself down for the like because this is uh i feel like it's been a very long time since i said this but like the level of competition in aew is not as high as it is in new japan so slow it down a little bit especially that era that kenny was in Mm -hmm. um so Honestly, Father Time is undefeated, man. Uh, Kenny Omega on this episode of Dynamite, he kind of takes a, you know, gives a little time and takes a step back. Um, rest up, man. Like, for real, for real. I hope that's the last time we see him on TV for a good while. Don't, I don't, want him, I don't, I don't to... want him mentioned. I don't want to hear the name Kenny Omega on TV. I want the return like... to be huge. <laughs> At first, it was just like, I don't want to see Kenny Omega because this shit is kind of ass. But now it's just yeah. like, 
I'm now I'm worried. Uh, so I don't want to. I don't want to see this man for a year or two. I think a year AEW, two. Damn, nigga. Yes, a year? I, think a, I think AEW is in a very good spot right now. I think it's in the best spot it's ever been in in his current state uh, or like the top of the card. So I definitely think Kenny Omega can take time off. A year or two, a two, two years is nuts. Yeah, he's gonna be forty. He's gonna be forty. Did you see, did you hear about the injuries he has? I saw I saw the video. He said his man guy said he got vertigo. First of all, wrestling with vertigo is crazy. <laughs> Couldn't be I'm me. Seeing. Vertigo. I'm this not getting out of bed. Like he doing all this shit, the fucking room spitting crazy. <laughs> Come on now, please like relax, rest up, take as long as you need. Do not rush to come back. Um, speaking of injury. <laughs> um, the tag team title match at Full Gear was changed because Dax Hardwood got his shit rocked. So, uh, in the spaces we talked about, we thought you know yeah, the, the finish really to that match was yeah, it, it was just kind of odd. Um, but ten minutes going into the match, Dax Hardwood gets uh, knocked out, and I think it may have been from the knee that. Uh, Phoenix delivered while doing the tightrope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shit, I believe it. Um, There's been reports. People don't like working with this guy. Who? Phoenix. Oh. They say Why he's not? too stiff because he's too stiff. Uh, the game's the game. He, he might be a little, uh, I don't want to say the D word, but. Oh. <laughs> I, will, I will say he, he does seem a little like. Uh, not many no. cares when it comes to being in the ring. He will do whatever. I mean, remember when he used to do those dives and like take out people in the front row? Shit. Back in Mexico. I'll say it. Yeah, he's a danger. He's a danger to himself. You remember all those times he would do uh, a leap and he just did land on his neck? <laughs> he's a wild boy. What is it? Literally, like four months ago, we were just like, you know, Death Triangle could never be in, you know, a full force or like Lucha Bros could never be in a full force because. Both of them are like either Phoenix or Pentagon. They're gone because they're hurt or something. Um, I think there's more. There's a lot of proof in the pudding that uh, Phoenix is very uh, dangerous uh, to himself and now to other uh, competitors. And also, uh, FCR does have a history of like constantly getting their shit wrong. Regularly, well, I guess he was not too bad because he wrestling next week. So, That's I mean, <laughs> what is it? Cash got his arm goddamn almost ripped out, and they were just like, <laughs> "You got three weeks to get better because nah, you wrestling." You no, know he rushed. You know he rushed back for that. You know that's their that's their life. It's fucking crazy, um, but yeah, I it definitely explains why we got that really weird finish and why uh, Cash was just like, "I will have to take the pin." Or be, uh, you know, do the whole rigmarole thing. I definitely think that is a wild thing to come up with on the fly. <laughs> that, um, that never sees the baby team like when wrestling matches go like left and then they have to do it on the fly. Like, I'm still, I'm still, I'm um, like, I was so impressed by who was the uh, triple threat. It was uh, JC, JC Jane, um, uh, Persia Parada, and Eosra. Yeah, and the fact that they were like. Okay, JC's out. We gotta make this into a one-on-one match, and then they did it. it the match wasn't terrible. I thought that was so mm-hmm. impressive. I, I I hate when that happens, obviously, but like, it's it's always impressive to see wrestlers like just kind of 
go on the fly and just yeah. wing it and. I definitely, I definitely thought that was a really cool finish. Uh, well, now I think it's a creative finish now because no, it was something that was literally like something that was literally like come up on the fly. Um, but with all that said, let's get into more AEW. I'm super excited for this match for the AEW World Championship. But to be fair, I'm a little surprised and disappointed that it's not Kenny Omega standing across the ring from me right now. Well, you, well you're right, it's not Kenny Omega because I beat his ass in full gear. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, I managed to do it in less than 30 minutes. Oh. North Folk, Virginia. What's poppin'? Uh, it, it, it is na- it is National Cowboy Shit Day. Can the kids celebrate that? <laughs> yeah, man, they can they can do it for today for today for sure. Oh my god! In in like twenty years from now, some kid is gonna be like, "Why is today National Cowboy Shit Day?" <laughs> well done. You know what wrestling is, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, um, well, I think I guess we should probably just talk briefly, real briefly, about uh, full gear, at least the main event we could talk about, yeah, or or the result of the main event, yeah, because the match itself it was it was cool, it was a cool match. Um, I it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, obviously, it wasn't as good as the match they had last year, because mm-hmm. um, just you know, the condition of Kenny. Oh, I don't think, it they, I don't really think the condition really had to do anything with it. But it doesn't really matter because people were all there for one thing. We just wanted to see the W. It didn't matter what the match was going to be like. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, none of that mattered. We were just like, okay, look, we just wanted to see if they, you know, they pulled the trigger, which would have been dumb if they didn't. So they, they made the right choice. And I applaud AEW for doing the right thing and not going for more heat or whatever as other people were suggesting on the internet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, but um, I'm cool. I'm cool with uh, Hangman Page winning the belt. He's earned it, so I'm cool. Um, I'll just reiterate what I said on the spaces. This is great that Hangman Page finally won. And then, you know, now that Kenny Omega, well, I always felt like Kenny Omega was going to take a step, uh, you know, step away anyway yeah. uh, post-losing. So this kind of ushers in a an actual new era in uh it felt, like a soft, it, it felt like a soft reset today it, outside of the cody yes. um outside of the cody uh malachi black whatever the fuck universe they got going on well that's the cody verse nothing changes yeah that's the cody verse <laughs> um, um i would say for like the rest of the card yes it does feel like a soft reset like it feels different like finally there's a pay-per-view where there's like a chain like an actual like big change after yeah. Um. I all. I think it's all great and fun, man. I, I I'm really enjoying this. Um. Heyman Page cuts his uh cuts his promo. I didn't. I didn't think this one was all that great, but you know we were just waiting for what's to come. Uh, Daniel Bri- uh Brian Danielson comes out. Uh, and he's healing it up. Um, no, he went. He came out. He came out the gates like. 
I was like, damn, dog. You at least could like, you know, suddenly got it when he went into it. He was just like, nah, we're going full heel immediately. I'm just in the hometown. Yeah. I know when we talked about Miro and uh, Danielson, we were just like, oh, you know, Miro's going to like, like Miro should win because he's the heel going into this. But, you know, we never really factored in that. Well, I guess we were just like, unless Brian turns and we're just like, really? He turns? That'd be crazy. I'm not. I'm not even mad. I'm not mad at him turning. Oh, I love. I love heel Brian. I'm just like, yeah. whoa. They they went right to it. They were not waiting. Yeah. To, uh, he he turned it, it really <laughs> quick out of nowhere. I was like, whoa, whoa, this is aggressive. And the you know the crowd reacted accordingly. They should. If, if they well, were gonna do it like this though, this was the best town to do it in because obviously yeah. you know it's in it's in Hangman's I mean, home yeah. state. Right. So roughly remember, 150 miles. You remember when Britt Baker and Red Velvet were feuding, and then like Britt Baker was still heel, but Pittsburgh is literally going ape shit for everything. They, yeah, they did. And they, then they couldn't get out of that one. They were like, "We got this." And then, and then uh, Red Velvet is trying to cut like a kind of like a. It was borderline heelish, but it was like a fiery babyface promo. And then like she's getting booed out the goddamn building. Um, I'm glad this is not the case for this. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, plays an amazing heel, so this is all good and fun. Um, and they have a pull apart, which I think is uh, we haven't seen one of those in a minute. Usually, it would just turn into an out, all, uh, an outright brawl between like you know five people or whatever. No, I feel like they did it. They, I feel like actually AW uh, they did uh, pull apart for um, Punk and Kingston. So oh, you're right. Long, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, did that happen on Rampage? I don't remember what show it was on. Oh. I don't, um, yeah. but I they decked that. Oh, I remember because I was like, that's the first time it, 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 that. It, it was something backstage where they like it was in the parking lot. No, 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 but they did it in the ring too. Oh, okay. I, I just remember the parking lot part. Sorry, folks at home. Uh, but now, uh, we go into Roger Bergen and then we come back, and it's Brian Danielson versus Evil Uno. So, me and Quan, we normally don't see eye to eye on a lot of things and i think we agree a lot actually but for this we i definitely when i heard that brian danielson was going to wrestle evil uno i was just like maybe not like i feel like i feel like well no i feel like it was always going to happen i feel like it was always going to happen anyway like it was always going to like happen with the dark order but i just feel like Brian Danielson just like so the tweet that came out said that Brian Danielson wants to get into Hangman Page's head and defeat Evil Uno. I said that I didn't really think that he needed to defeat Evil Uno to get into Hangman Page's head. I feel like Brian Danielson could have came out, just cut a promo, which happened tonight. And then just say that, like, I beat everyone in, like, men's division or whatever. Like, I have way more experience than you. Like, kind of, you know, create that self-doubt through his words. And then, you know, they can have the fucking Evil Uno match on, you know, uh, what is it, Rampage or, you know, when I'm not watching the show. And then you said, if not Evil Uno, then who? And then... Once again, I nominated John Silver because he is the only Dark Order guy I like. Um, 
I don't believe but, that's what I said. That's fine. No, no, that, that was uh. I guess we could also add where I was just like, I don't want to see Evil Uno wrestle, and you're just like, just because you don't like Evil Uno doesn't mean he should be on TV. <laughs> that's what and I'm saying. I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this man's ass. <laughs> so I don't. I feel like he shouldn't be on TV. Is that not fair? Uh, we think Dana. We think Dana Brooke is not all that great. You think you think she should be on TV, bro? Put her on first, yeah, Raw can take anybody. They got three hours to fill, so yeah, they can they can put her on TV. <laughs> of course. You ever sat there, um, Raw? Yeah, and I think that this was done a lot better than Alan Angels and Kenny Omega. Well, yeah, that one that didn't make sense because that one he was unsigned and wasn't on TV. Evil Uno was on TV every week. That's I'm glad, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you are seeing my side. No, um, you're seeing my side. You're seeing my side when it comes to Allen Angels because I was just like, get this motherfucker out of here. But um, I think this match was a lot better. For one, it is absolutely getting over Daniel Bryan. Like, he is like full on heel. Like, this is, uh, he's healing it up and everything. Uh, this does not go 50 50. Oh, that's the squash. I loved it. I, that's no, top I five would, AEW match. Maybe. I would say I would say this is a 60-30. That's <laughs> not even um, that's not even a 400. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much of an ass whooping it was. <laughs> even uh, if you yeah. get extra 10%. <laughs> Definitely not getting that. Um yeah, I, I, I thought this match was very well done, you know. Brian Danielson is doing all the heelisms that he used to do on ROH. I have till five. Um, well, he, he, uh, he was even doing the goddamn uh, the kicks to the head as a face in the WWE. So I can't even say that's like part of his heel character. Um, he need to bring the elbows back. Remember the elbows he used to do? Yes. He needs to bring back the elbows. The elbows go crazy. Um, I will say this much. I mean, I know it's 15 years later, but He's wrestling uh, Cole Cabana next week. And last time I saw them wrestle, they had a match that was like 45 minutes long. And I don't even like, like long not, matches like that. That shit not, was heat. They're not, not going to do They're not gonna do 45. I'm saying if they want to go that route, I think Cole Cabana and Brian Danielson can have a good match because it's not like it's the way Brian they were working. Danielson. Yeah, but in the way they were working, they were working that real European technical style that I like. So mm-hmm. I, I, I like it too, but it's probably uh, it's probably gonna be an ass whooping though in its hometown, which you know what? That's fine with me. Um because <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Coconut. So uh it is what it is. But I did think this match was very well done and very well produced uh in all uh in all aspects of it. So we're gonna get more of Brian Danielson beating the shit out of uh Dark Order guys until whenever the match happens. Um, hopefully it happens before the year ends. Next, we have Chaos, Orange Cassidy, and Ishii versus the HFO, the Hardy front office, Butcher and Blade. And I thought this match was really good. I just want to preface it. I think this episode of AEW is really great until the mm. main event. Mm. Okay. I thought it, yeah, I thought it was really good. I thought uh I thought all the matches were pretty nice. 
Yeah, I, I thought the matches were good this week. They were all very decent, decent to good. Yeah. Um, we love Ishii in this house, so you're yeah, not going to really. Yeah. And I, I like Butcher and Blade, so you're not going to really catch me, uh, catch me slandering this match. And I don't even hate Orange Cassidy. He's fine. <laughs> I think he's cooled down a lot, but yeah. still beloved. So it's, I mean, isn't that everybody on the uh, AEW brand? It doesn't really matter. Um, ebbs and flows. Yeah, ebbs and flows, and the crowd will love you no matter what, unless you're like Dan Lambert or uh, Cody. <laughs> um, yeah, this match is fine. I really enjoyed it. That's all. Yeah, I don't mean anything else. I hope that um, we get to see Ishii. I'm happy Ishii got some spots on uh, national TV because mm-hmm. he deserves it. Um, um, what are you gonna say? Butcher, slimmed up, looks great. Yeah, he does look good, real good. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened during his break, <laughs> or if he was like you know while he was away. But he slimmed up crazy. And he still looks scary. It doesn't look like, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, like super buff. He just like, you know, just toned it, toned down a little bit. It's like when Brody he, when Brody lost all that weight. It kind of reminded me yeah, of that. He, he, he definitely slimmed up. But I feel like let, let this motherfucker get some muscle. He's, he'll be a scary looking motherfucker. Bro. He already is a scary looking. Dude. I don't want to run into that guy. Uh, he's, he'd probably be even more scary with the muscle. But uh, I thought the match was great. It was uh um, Hikaru Shida and um, Nyla Rose in this TBS Women Eliminator Tournament. I thought this match was also really good. Used to, these two ladies can't miss. I they think are, they have yeah, good they chemistry. Are. Nyla Rose is sneaky underrated. Like, low-key. I, I, I think Nyla I always Rose felt is like underrated. She, I, always, I always felt like she was one of the best on the women's roster. Yeah. Um, I liked her title reign. Uh I thought her match with Rio was uh, okay, but definitely all the all the matches that she had with Hikaru Shida and Batlander. Yes, uh, yeah, she good. Did. Yep. I like that Serena Deep got involved. That's about it. <laughs> I don't really. Uh, I thought you. When I when I think matches are good, I don't really have much to say. Yeah, <laughs> like, you're, 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 you're such a negative person all the time. That's why you're such a negative Nancy. You don't have anything nice to say about the match. I'll say something nice. Um, I don't. I don't have anything else to say. About I'm just fucking exactly. With you. <laughs> um, I thought the the stretch muffler finish. Uh, I love stretch muffler. The stretch muffler is one love, of my favorite I submissions ever. So. Stretch muffler, man. Yeah. Uh, my one of my favorite submissions ever. So every time I see it, I am not gonna hate it. That and the Lion Tamer, uh, two submissions that I love. So if I see it, that's an auto star to the match. Um, I'm an ankle lock guy. I love an ankle lock. Anytime it pops up with an ankle lock, and like they, they roll into it. What's that shit that Tanahashi be doing? Uh, the four leaf clover. Yeah, Texas clover leaf. Yeah, Texas clover leaf part. Hard body, I love and then uh, and then anything Zack Saber Junior does, because uh, <laughs> he he's beyond submission uh, submission wrestling. Um, yeah, that's about it. Uh, Nyla Rose advances, and I have the bracket. Let me pull it up. Uh, uh, my fault. 
I am exporting some uh, files right now, so therefore I cannot look at it. But I oh, believe she will be wrestling uh, Jade Cargill uh, on the next on the bracket, correct? No, um, Red Velvet is. No, uh, I think she's going to run through Red, Red Velvet. I'm, I'm, I mean, um, I think. Jade's oh, yeah, the next round. Oh, okay, yeah, next round. Yeah, next yes. round, next yeah, round. Probably, yes. Oh, yeah, she's going she gonna to get Red Velvet out of here. Yeah, uh, no, Jade yeah, is going to do um, God's work, so. No, Nyla, Nyla, Nyla faces, no, Nyla Rose faces the winner of um, Peter Rosa, Ruby Soho, Ruby Stoho, and um, Chris Atlander. When is that match happening? Because I feel like we have seen two video packages so far with like no clear indication when this match is happening. It might be Rampage. I don't know. I think it is Rampage. I didn't see no, it in uh, No, because Car- Car- Cargill Red Velvet mm-hmm. right, Rampage. So probably and next no, week. And hell no, they're not going to have two. No, because Jamie Hader and um oh and Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa gonna, when is this match happening? Maybe just maybe <laughs> you'll have two women's matches on the show next week. <gasps> maybe. <laughs> Whoa, First time for bro. everything. You think you think Warner is gonna let that happen? Yeah, what's up? I saw that uh Whoa, that report. That, that yeah, there are rumors that uh, AEW trying to War- place blame Warner. on Warner. Yeah, that's nasty. Y'all nasty over there. Oh Lord, Tony Khan loves women's wrestling. It's it's just that Warner don't want it. Yeah. Okay. The 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 leaps and bounds that they go for this the good guy billionaire. Um. Yeah. So far, women's lim- uh, eliminated tournament has been decent stuff so far. Uh, I don't think any of the matches have been bad except Red Velvet versus the Bunny. Uh, so it is, but it is. Main event time. I would say this match isn't great. Um, that was fine. That's fine. Jay Lethal versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT uh, the TNT title. This just felt very spot like spot fest e. Oh, they definitely did the uh, the the indie the mid two thousand yeah. indie opening. It's it's, it's sure. a Jay Le- it's a Jay Lethal match for sure. I haven't seen I haven't watched Jay Lethal wrestle in a long time. I forgot how stupid his finish is. That stupid little Lethal, handspring uh, cutter. That's so Lethal, dumb. The, hey, the, I, the the Lethal injection. Uh, yeah. What is it when he dives to the outside three times? Like, uh, just wrestlers still do that spot the three to three times uh, suicide. Jay Lethal dive? do. I remember Punk used to do that. I don't even think Punk does that anymore. I don't even think he... Uh, I'm glad he doesn't dive anymore. He uh, looks like I, shit whenever he did it. Yeah, you don't need to do uh, that. But yeah, no, I, I thought this was just like a Jay Lethal match. And... Nah. Sammy, Sammy was wilding. He got... <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, Sammy, little, Guevara, uh... Sammy Guevara definitely got some stuff in, but I definitely think like... It's 2021 now, and this looks like the match that I saw against Cody a couple years back. Like, mm-hmm. it feels samey to me. Uh, I know wrestlers have their, um, what is it? The go-tos. Yeah, the signature. Yeah, the signature is the go-tos. Like, you know, kind of like what you're going to come to expect. But I feel like they're, like, going, just running through uh, Jay Lethal's repertoire. Um mm-hmm. And then Sammy Guevara getting like stuff in every now and then. Yeah. Um, and as a, since your fan base is hardcore, don't try to hit me with the, they're trying to condition people to like, you know, show like what Jay Lethal's all about. 
These are hardcore fans. They know who the fuck Jay Lee. They've seen a Jay Lee film. They've seen ROH. So, TNA. Um, He's also in TNA. Yeah. They've seen what Jay Lethal does. And then um, Jay Lethal loses. I don't know what AEW benefits from debuting guys in title match, like having their debut match being title matches and then lose. I don't get it. Especially when your big motto is wins and losses match. Um, you know, it's the bait. It's the, it's the, they do it a lot. They did it a lot. And I Najee mentioned it. They done it a couple times. Like he always, I, I, came in. I, I always mention um, it's the, uh, the sting Ric Flair thing, but it just, uh, they don't ever execute it as well. I don't, it, I don't know how people are going to react to it. Cause personally, like I just don't care about Jay Lethal. So like in my mind, I'm like, I don't really care if he wins or loses. And I don't, he doesn't, I don't, I'm going to feel the same this. way about him regardless. I don't care about this title because I don't really like Sammy Guevara, and then it's going to go to somebody I like even less. Yeah. Um, and also public perception. Uh, kind of nuts. Uh, they handshake at the end as uh, every uh, open, uh, open challenge thing or whatever. So did anything happen after? Because I feel like they shook hands and then they were just like, and we're all, you know, we'll see you guys uh, for a oh, it, it was, it was actually ending, ending, yeah, just, okay. you know, uh, Inner Circle came out, everybody hugged. That was it. All right. Uh, quick hits. Kenny Omega says bye to us. And then uh, says, Ayo Bucks. Well, no, he just says, while talking to the super click, he just says, I'm expect y'all to hold it down. And then... Uh, Adam Cole does. Don't worry, cleaner. I got this. <laughs> That's, That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> so normally I would be like, now now I'm starting to see how the being the elite people feel when they get the inside joke. Yeah, um, that, was good, that was a good one. It made me laugh. And then Kenny Omega going, <laughs> "Not you, motherfucker!" I was talking to fucking Buck, bro. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. And then just continuing on the, uh, the super click stuff. Um, the Bucks are not medically cleared to wrestle um, after their false count anywhere match on uh, full gear. So Adam Cole will be aligning himself with Bobby Fish to go up against the Jurassic Express. Hey, man, you go see Kyle there January 1st. I'm telling you right now, I see the writing on the wall. Hey man, Reed doing the undisputed era. It's not fire. Not that's not cool, dog. That's not fire. Especially, and you know what? It's gonna be especially not cool because of how we currently feel about about these people. Currently, uh, we find Kyle to be extremely boring. You know, I wasn't and- Kyle boring. He just like bland like very just i don't even know the word i don't think boring is the right word but he's just not interesting right now he had no character juan thinks he's bland i'm gonna go with the word boring and then bobby fish was the avid parlor user so i don't think that's cool either but <laughs> uh and then adam cole i just think you know like i said when he debuted you know is this 
we're playing the hits. We're just going to Adam Cole aligns with himself with somebody. And then we just wait till he turns on. Yeah. Or he becomes the leader or whatever. I don't know. And then he turns, he turns leader and then turns on. Um, kind of is what it is. Um, I'm not looking forward to the match because I'm tired of them already. Uh, what is it? Wrestling Jurassic Express. Yeah, I, I, I thought this would, this would be the we end need to already. Move, we need to move on. We absolutely need to move on uh, from this sort of thing. And I know I said, you know, it feels like a soft reset or stuff like that, but I, I really just meant for the title. Um, there's no elite shenanigans, uh, no inner circle shenanigans. So it just feels right in the world. Nice. Um, Moving on, uh, we have Eddie Kingston and uh, Daniel Garcia uh, talking, and Eddie Kingston wants to have a, a just wants to talk to Tony Schiavone without getting interrupted. And now Eddie Kingston and Daniel Garcia will be wrestling at some point. Did they announce that for Rampage? I, don't, I didn't see it. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I just thought it was funny. Okay. Uh, Eddie Kingston telling me, "Be your own man, dog. You let these two grown men call you their son. Mm-hmm. Have some uh, self respect." especially <laughs> when Daniel Gar- Garcia is the actual star of that group. Uh, yeah. I thought that was Yo, very man. funny. He, 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 funny. He, 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 for, he, he for real hit the uh, fuck 2.0 <laughs> and fuck all the army troops. <laughs> Fighting for what? It could be, be a man. man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's cool. And then in Chicago next week, we're getting Team NXT versus Team AEW. I don't think this match is going to be great. Uh, I think it's just going to be a clusterfuck uh, to the point where FTR was just like, we're going to waiver our hold your tag rope clause for this. And I was just like, ooh, nobody wants to follow your fucking nerd rules. Oh, my God. They say that. For um, I didn't hear that. Yes. Um, he said we're going to waiver our rule. And that's their rule to, like, have the tag. Uh, you must be holding the tag rope thing. So it's going to be an all-out brawl, all going ape shit. It's going to be FTR. Malachi Black and Andrade versus uh, the Lucha Bros, uh, Death Triangle and Cody. Uh, just to say less words. <clears throat> and when Phoenix it, had the promo, the he same amount of words. Uh, sonor- uh, sonographer, play it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Phoenix said that uh, Death Triangle and Cody are going to be, are, are the best four-man group. I said, nigga, please. Uh, you disagree? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, I would say, uh, I would say the inner circle is a better for, uh, you know, I know they have more people, but uh, I could, I would say they could form a better four-man group. Um, That's funny. Especially since they haven't been tagging long. You're like, it's only been a month now. Y'all niggas ain't really all that. Um, MJF has a segment uh, shitting on uh, shitting on Darby Allen. I thought the MJ pro, uh, the MJF promo that he had post, uh, post full gear, like right after his Darby Allen match that they played earlier in the show, was actually really nice. It's, it's it's so nice to hear him not good at being on his edge lord shit. <clears throat> yeah, he 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 was just talking about accolades and you know shit he's done in AEW, and then just kept it to just all in the ring stuff. Yeah, and then he comes out later in the night cutting you know oh Norfolk's full of hicks 
uh, yada yada. Um, and then he says he's unstoppable. Also, he, he said that the ratings doesn't tell the whole story. And then Excalibur was just like, you only wrestle like three times a year. And I was just like, let me see if this motherfucker is on the ranking. Because I think that is a big flaw in the system. He is, this man's not even on there. <laughs> he's not on there. He not? No, oh, he was. He's oh, not on there. I checked the I checked the rankings on the AEW website. Uh, or like during that promo, it's Miro, Scorpio Sky, Ew. um, really? Kenny Omega because you know he uh, just lost. Uh, Brian Danielson. So he's not even on there. Oh yeah, so I don't know what he's on. A, so I don't know what he's talking about the rankings, not telling the whole story. Yeah, the rest of three times a year. That's you don't you don't, you don't you don't wrestle, you don't wrestle enough to be on the board, bro. Uh, and then you know he talks his shit, wrestle. and then uh, CM Punk comes out. MJF tries to introduce himself, and then CM Punk, you know, just walks away, doesn't shake his hand, like and that. I think that's. That's going to be the big story going into this. You're not going to shake my hand. And if the, if next week is going to be, if MJF comes out on, you know, Rampage or next week and being like, you're going to shake my hand. I'm going to fucking roll my eyes. Uh, Surprisingly, MJF has had 13 matches on TV this year. So that's, that's more than I thought. <laughs> and not enough to get him on the board. Um, the Acclaim. And Dante Martin and Leo Rush have a match. Uh, I didn't see the match on Rampage where Leo Rush came back, but I think it is cool that Leo Rush is in his White Ranger gear, and he looks great in there. Uh, really good stuff. Uh, Bowens actually looks great as well. Um, I thought this match was good. Every time I see Leo Rush wrestle, I'm like, yo, what were they thinking in WWE not having him wrestle more? It blew my mind just that he could have been a manager and still wrestle, but he like wrestled like, once a month, yeah, he I, I don't cra- get it. Yo, he could have went crazy with Reginald, bro. Uh, could you imagine? Yeah, that's one of the uh, few times where I'm like, yeah, I agree with everybody else. I feel like they probably should let him work more on TV, and they just didn't. But and oh, he yeah. was on TV. I just wish he would actually wrestle. Uh, he's so good. Whatever happened backstage happened backstage. Uh, yeah. And then uh, we already talked the uh, women tournament stuff. So that is it for AEW. Um, Rampage this week uh, doesn't look too great, but I'm gonna watch it. Of course, uh, of course. I am. I am sort of looking forward to Dynamite next. Week. Um, I'm looking forward for the Daniel Bryan, uh, the Brian Danielson match, and the women's uh, Eliminator stuff. Um, Team NXT versus Team AEW. Eh, and I also feel like that's gonna main event, so I'm not too excited hot. about it. Should that. be a hot crowd because it's Chicago too, so of course. I'm in. I'm on. They, they, they don't do no wrong in either. What I'm surprised that we didn't see this week was inner circle or top team. Well, I don't I think top team might be done. I don't see why Dan Lambert would still be there, at least not for a while. Inner Circle, we saw them. They just, you know, it was real quick. No storyline advancement. I'm just saying, you just remember when, you know, uh, Inner Circle would win something and then the pinnacle is just like, "Ah, ah, 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 I'm on your ass. So (laughs) it's nice to uh, to be moving on from that, even though I thought the feud was really cool. 
I mean, I we, like still got, we, 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 we still got Rampage, so oh, we don't have yeah. to clear yet. We'll see what happens. And yeah, that is it for AEW. We're going to go into NXT 2.0. Hello, and we are here for NXT 2.0, uh, where you get wrestling and poker. Um, interesting show this week. Uh, I, I think, unlike Survivor Series, soon as War Game was like kind of announced, they kind of kicked everything into full gear. Rather, uh, no pun intended. Um, no pun intended. <laughs> Rather than like Survivor Series, like two weeks. Or like you know, three weeks before the big show, they were just like, "Oh shit, teens." <laughs> yeah, they got how many? What was it? It's like the first week of December, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like December fifth or something. But uh, so, yeah, they're they getting got, everything cracking now. So. Yeah, but they got two weeks to get to get together. <laughs> and this is one of the fastest uh, builds in a really uh, <laughs> a long time, I guess. Uh, but to start the show, we got uh, Dexter Loomis versus Tony D'Angelo. Um, how do you feel about this match? Um, so D'Angelo, he uh, got the basics down. <laughs> yeah, ve- ve- uh, he 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 knows oh, how to stomp. You can do a uh, body sure. slam pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, one, I just wanted to point out, Quan let on a huge ass yawn no, when I asked him <laughs> how he felt about the match. <laughs> Oh, but you were going to no-sell that because that, was, that wasn't uh, in reaction to the, uh, the situation. <laughs> that, that, was in, that was just in reaction to me being sleepy. Um, when WWE sent an email of, like, what's going to happen on NXT tonight, I saw that, and I was just like, oh, you know, this is D'Angelo's, like, first, um, you know, main, main guy or, like, you know, somebody yeah. where he, like, faced somebody. Established um, worker, to, yeah, an established worker. I was about to say like a main roster guy, but it's like different. But uh, you know, somebody that's like really rooted into NXT now, like uh, Dexter Loomis is definitely somebody that's a big character on there. So I thought this was like, oh, this is like your graduation match. Let's you know, let's see what you got. Like this is this is your time to show what you are and with the real guys. And he showed me nothing. Um, stomps. Uh, what is it? The, the 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 back body drop, and then you know he like healed it up, and I guess he showed, I guess another layer of his character by getting flustered and cheating. But I thought it was whatever. Let's be fair. I don't think he's been training for that long. If yeah, anything, yeah. They, well, they they put a lot of those guys out on TV like immediately. But uh, not much. I, I just thought, you know, if if he's actually going to be like with a really established guy, like this is the time where it was just like, you, you know, uh, well, I, I guess it would be the same for the producers in the back. We're going to put you with Loomis, show us something or, you know, like Loomis, make him look good. You know, either one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, D'Angelo, he ain't show me nothing here. I'm not saying I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm going to call it quits on the dude because, you know, the motto yeah. here is, you know, I'm impressed until I'm impressed. Uh, but here, he ain't really show me nothing. Is that fair? That's fair, right? 
I'm with you. Match was whatever. I'm, I'm, riding, I'm riding with you. Yeah, I, I'll okay. be honest. This whole this whole episode of NXT, a lot of the in ring. This wasn't an episode about wrestling. This was definitely a a, oh. a segment this, promo heavy episode of uh, NXT. Yes, this was this was like build build first, wrestle second. <laughs> yeah, the wrestling um, didn't matter on this episode. So after the uh, Tony D'Angelo match, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Truck Williams come on, um, put the beats on uh, Dexter Loomis. For Mad Ball. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> what the long. fuck was He was calling the referees. That um, thing in the bathroom. They they uh they put his hand on the uh on the chair and then Carmelo did a big ass stomp. <laughs> yeah, on the uh onto his hand, and then Gargano comes out, and then we cut to commercial break, and then you know they come we come back, they're saying a whole bunch of stuff, like you know. Gargano's heated. He's tight. He's really trying to, uh, you know, he's mad. And then Pete Dunn comes out, and he was like, "Ah, stop! <laughs> I beat his yeah. ass last week, so don't try to cut a passionate promo into a title match. All right, fuck all that." <laughs> and I mean, Dunn probably didn't really need Gargano's help to beat Mello, but he just made it a little easier for Pete. I don't, I don't think uh, Johnny Gargano should be taking all the credit for it. That's just how I feel. And then uh, Carmelo Hayes comes out, and he was just like, uh, I'll beat both your ass at the same time. And I said, yeah, either this man, uh, you know, really impressed in his SmackDown Dark match, <laughs> or, you know, uh, Damn, I hope Gargano I hope, man. I hope the, the Gargano don't have a dark match. I didn't hear about any dark match. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't think I have it. Uh, I, they were the, they were there was a the, uh, report that him and yeah, um, Kyle yeah. was supposed to be on having dark matches, but I don't think it actually happened. So Kyle's out of here, bro. As soon as, soon as I, when I saw Von Wagner on SmackDown, I said, "Yeah, Kyle's gone." <laughs> I said, "Yep, that's it. He's gone." Dog, I saw Von Wagner on SmackDown, <laughs> and I said, "Kyle, dog, you not you not hungry enough for this." <laughs> You let the, this you let the nigga that you're supposed to carry lap you already, bro? This, this is what happened. Kyle went up to Triple H or Sean. He was like, look, bro, I'm out of here, dog. I'm going to give you all the heads up right now. So, you know, whatever y'all about to do with Von Wagner, just do it. And Triple H was like, you know what? Send him up. Fuck it. I hope Triple H is okay. So he probably just <laughs> told Sean that. <laughs> you think Triple H is off his meds when he said that? He's like, damn, dog. He's a little loopy. Dude, just send him up to SmackDown. Yo, oh, Triple he, H is okay, he, too. Shout out to Triple H. Yeah, he, he was off a couple of perks. Kyle O'Reilly yeah, talked like, the ear off. And he was, he was like, like, man. Yeah. And they hung the phone up. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> um, crazy shit. So, uh, yeah, that, sh- uh, that, that match will be happening for the North American title next week. And I think it will be a, stale, uh, a stellar uh, main event. You, you, know what, you, know what, you know what scares me about that? I think you might be on to something about Carmelo because – I figured that would be a match for War Games, right? Mm-hmm. If they're doing it next week, that's a little concerning. Like, hey, get that belt off him ASAP because he's gone. It's either it's either do uh, I think they just might be doing it now to get it out the way because I don't think that there's gonna really be any title matches except Breaker. Or you know, shit. There might not be any title matches on War Games. It so might just be throw, War Games. Why not? Why not just throw one on there? 
Um, shout out to uh, Chris Novak. He made uh, he brought up something very interesting, and I thought, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I uh, sort of predicted the same thing last week about uh, you know what the possibilities for war games could be, but he was just like, you know, we do an old school versus new school kind of thing. I said that last week. Oh yeah, we said yeah, we said that. Uh, and you said no, and I said yes. No, I, I thought, no, I, um, man, look, people don't be listening to me when I be saying shit, man. I swear, bro, I've been said that. What I, what I said was they might do a 3v3, and then you were just like, no. And I was just like, okay, if they're going to, like, you know, fill it up as the traditional war games is, I think it would be, because uh, you, uh, 4v4, it would be two, um, two NXT 1.0 with, uh, with the 2.0 guys, and then, like, you know, on each team. That's what I said. <laughs> I like but, my idea better. Every idea is fine as long as they load up the fucking cage. <laughs> I love war games. It does not matter. Just make it happen. Um so yeah, I think that might be very interesting. But if it's gonna be an old school versus new school kind of thing, you know, then like Tommaso Ciampa might be in it. You know? What you do Tommaso, Gargano, Pete Dunn, uh, Pete. Uh, what did what did Novak say? Uh, I'm just gonna read the message. Just uh... Kyle, will Kyle still be there okay. by then? <laughs> uh, he said either Knight or Kyle. Uh, honestly, I don't. I think uh, Kyle and uh... oh, you know what? You could do Knight. You think about it. Waller cut that promo today. Yeah, you know um, what? Kyle O'Reilly is most likely gonna be in a tag team match with uh, Imperium, and if that's gonna oh, be his true. curtain call, yeah, whatever. Leaving on a uh, leaving on a biggest stinker, boy. Um, no, don't do that. Imperium's good. Oh, I, I'm not worried about Imperium. <laughs> oh, you worried about uh, Big Vaughn? Yeah, King Vaughn. Uh, but yeah, that should be interesting. We'll uh, be looking forward to that uh, when it comes. Odyssey Jones Jacket Time versus Diamond Mine. First, I would like to say, what the hell, Joe Gacy thinking, boy? You can't just you can't just come up in here and be like I I want to fuck with Diamond Mine. Well, you gotta pay that hour. You gotta pay that outrageous fee. Yeah, you know, he uh, said. I, he said, "Let's link." I fuck with the vision. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> and Vivis said, "Fuck the vision." <laughs> you got the bread. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious where they're gonna go with that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Diamond Mine. No, be, screw that. Um, Roger Strong versus Odyssey Jones. What the hell are they doing, man? Odyssey Jones can't challenge for that. So, there's no more. What are they, so, what are they gonna do with this? Where does this go? Oh, uh, <laughs> wait, what is Roderick doing with that belt? You know, it's crazy. He did be on 205 Live like every week, too, which I appreciate. Yeah, but like, you know, um. I thought this would be leading up to like Kushida getting like you know a championship rematch, but they're having they're letting Odyssey Jones you know kind of shine and shit, and I'm just like, why? Well, like I understand why, but it's just like, how is how is this gonna work out in the long run? Because mother, if Odyssey Jones be like, I want to uh, I want to challenge you for that two hundred five championship, bro. Do it. Okay. God. Okay, do it. These niggas, these niggas, I'm stupid. Huh? Um. Whatever. I'm not. Don't do that to me. 
<laughs> Don't do that. Um, the poker showdown with Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson. See, this so, is what I want to talk. This is what I want to talk about. Yes. So at first, I was just like, "Oh, these motherfuckers about to play poker for real, like legit, like for real, for <laughs> real, like just just regular poker." And honestly, I thought they would get. Um, I thought I said. Uh, I think I said it like about three weeks ago. Uh, when they had the original poker segment thing, I was just like, okay, they're going to do the poker thing and then they'll possibly get to the wrestling next week. It kind of just took some time for it to actually get physical. So now that it's physical, everything's fine with me. <laughs> like all, everything's right in the world now. The basketball is patched up and filled with air again. I, I love this promo, man. I th- I, I thought it I was, thought this- it was I thought it was very clever and original to do, cut a promo during a poker game in the middle of the ring. I said I've never seen that before. Oh yeah, you know the you know the best part is the little things in this episode, like when they did the little like you know remember remember on ESPN when they would show poker and they did the little mm-hmm. little card cam the little card cam. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. I was like I I said it. I was like I hope they do the card cam. I hope they do the card cam. And they did. It. I was like yes, go. I said that. I think I love that uh, attention to detail. That was so much the fun. Gra- uh, the graphic was hilarious. Uh, like they had the very poker graphic. It was just like these are the two uh, cards these yeah. guys have. Um, what did I like about that? this? No, <laughs> I, used to watch, I used to I used to watch it like late at night. Um. Bored as fuck, boy. That boy could not sleep. Two two in the morning. (laughs) ESPN two got the fucking World Series of Poker. Um, I like this segment a lot because the poker is secondary. It it does it does like the poker did not matter. Um, and also what I really like going into it, I was just like, uh, when they said like, oh, the poker showdown is next, I was just like, okay, so. How are they gonna rig the cards for Grimes to like actually like win? You know, like what? Yeah. Uh, how, how is the card like? <laughs> how's the deck lined up for them to uh, for Grimes to win it easily? And then it just didn't matter because uh, you know all the promo stuff. And then like you know you ain't got the heart. Blah blah blah. You know the standard poker shit. And then uh, Grimes wins. And then uh, Duke Hudson is just like, what the fuck? And then uh, puts him through the table, and then cuts off some of his hair. And I was just like, he cut off his beard. He cut the cut off his beard. it was a good amount of his hair, bro. No, he cut off he cut off a good amount of his beard. Yeah, but the hair he the hair he just uh you know got some split ends off. He did no, he did he did he went a little deeper than that. He definitely went a little deeper. He he cut off a couple inches. Okay, uh, I don't know why he did that. I bet you Grimes is trying to have that long ass hair. He said, "I'm cutting this shit, bro." Let's, let's do a storyline. Same thing with Jack Evans on AEW. Okay, I, I, I don't know. I I, I thought because uh, he's holding a hammer and it was just like, and then he switched his scissors and I was just like, "Nah, you kind of tight." A hammer would have did way more damage, bro. You probably should have went with the hammer. <laughs> you, know, you know what that reminds me of? My favorite, my favorite, uh, my favorite one is uh, who did it? I think it was uh, the when the Dungeon of Doom cut off Hulk Hogan's mustache. Back in '96, because he had to do that movie, <laughs> so they made it to a story. <laughs> they, were, they, they tried to make it like they were like uh, the announcers were like, "Oh my god, they cut off his mustache!" Ha, they're they're embarrassing. I'm like, dog, it's a mustache. Like, relax, dog. It can grow back in three days. Yeah. Um. But no, this uh, this poker segment was definitely better than the uh, the other one that kind of just like constantly played out throughout the night. Uh, this was cool. This was amazing. I, I really did enjoy it. Next, we have. Tommaso Ciampa is coming out, talking his stuff, saying 
these young boys ain't got no respect. Uh, you know, everybody's talking shit. Y'all ain't got no integrity. Y'all ain't got no dignity or, you know, other adjectives and stuff like that and nouns and other words. And then Brian Baker comes out and he was just like, hey, man, you focusing on this other stuff. I'm on your ass. And then uh, Tomasa Chum was just like, word? Like he was at Halloween Havoc? Play the clip. <laughs> and it show up smoking his shit. I thought that was green. Um, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, we'll have uh, Tommaso Ciampa did a reference. Hit him with the Steiner math. Yeah, hit him with the Steiner math. They couldn't wait. They couldn't even wait two months to do what, the damn Steiner math. They couldn't what, wait. They could contain What did them, I say? Though. What did I say when it comes to Braun Breaker? They want the Steiner meat. They want Steiner. Yeah, that's all. They couldn't wait um, two weeks. Months, so that's gonna uh, whatever comes out from that, I think that should be really cool. If they're gonna be a war games, I think that'd be nice. Um, we'll see what happens here. Main event the rematch between Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And I'd say, um, wasn't feeling it, dog, but Raquel did something pretty cool. Uh, she did like a stretch up the arm and the stretch up for like throw. Yeah, the, 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 the spinning stretch muffler bomb or whatever yeah, that was. She keep that. She keep that in the repertoire. Yeah, that shit was hard. Nothing else. Uh, everything else, I was just like, kind of whatever. I'm sure this match. I don't know why every time Raquel Gonzalez gets on my TV, I just like don't care. <laughs> Immediately, I'm just like I don't care. I mean, I I try I tried to care. I, I tried to. I really did. She just I, interesting. I I really tried to care because I was just like you know. The, out, the outcome of this match is going to be important. Like, this match is important. So I really tried my best to pay attention. But the in-ring just wasn't there for me. Like, I'm just not with it with Rock. I don't, and I don't like Dakota Kai's character. I don't like the whole, I, like yeah. I said it last week, I don't like the crazy girl thing. I don't think she executes it good. I just, uh, stop. It's such a cliche thing. I'm over Well, that. I don't think, I, I don't think it's not that she doesn't, ex- I just don't think it's needed. It's not. It came out of nowhere. No explanation as to why she's crazy all of a sudden. I don't think she needs to be crazy. Just you hate the bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're well exactly. in. You're well in your right to be a jealous motherfucker and just let that be it. You ain't have yeah. to really. The voices don't have to talk to you to hate Raquel. Um, but yeah, uh, this match ends uh, with the interference from Toxic Attraction, more or less paying repaying the favor. Uh, for hitting uh, Dakota Kai, hitting her with the uh, with the shovel at Halloween Havoc, and then Cora J comes out, whacking people with the skateboard uh, with the penny, very Darby Allen esque. <laughs> um, and then she chucked it. I was just like, "You're wilding, bro." Yo, I, yeah, yo. Um, the announce teams they they're in imminent danger, yeah. dog. They almost got a shovel thrown at him, a microphone thrown at him, the damn the goddamn <laughs> skateboard. Penny, yeah, yeah, I was just like. Doug, what'd you throw that for? Um, and then Cora J gets her ass beat, right? <laughs> Just like, what, what you thought was gonna happen? Uh, and then Zoe Stark music hits, and I was just I like, said, huh? Yo, I, I said, I thought she came hey, back like Cena. I thought she came back like Cena. No way. I was like, oh no, hey, she's back already. <laughs> I dog. I was just like, no fucking way that you're back already, yo. If she came back now, I'd be like, okay, I see it. This man, this woman is something else. <laughs> she's not human, she's, bro. She's special. She's not human. She's, she's, not human. she's uh, the first NXT alien to be on the uh, on the roster, bro. Uh, but, you know, she just 
I can't even say she ran a distraction. She just bought some time for EO to come out. Uh, and I like that she passed the crutch to EO. I thought that was really cool. Uh, <clears throat> EO Shirai getting some vengeance for Zoe Stark, whacking him with the, uh, with the crutch. I got really confused at some point because I looked away from my screen and I saw like, Cora Jade looks like she should be in Toxic Attraction. So when they were Irish whipping, I think Mandy, I was just like, why is JC Jane helping? <laughs> why Yo, is she helping uh, EO? I thought it was so weird. JC Jane needs to do something with her look because she's like, when she was in regular street clothes earlier in the show, I was like, who the hell is that? Like, I, I forgot who she even was. Like, like Gigi Dolan sticks out. Mandy obviously sticks yeah, out. But something about JC just like, yeah, she had to do something with the hair, I think. I don't know what. She had different. Uh, I mean, uh, no, I just meant uh, Gigi Dolan really stands out because of the hair. Yeah, she has red hair. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, WWE women, they have a, a, pat, a pattern of usually so, someone colors their hair some color. I think JC <laughs> might need to do that. Uh, she, she might need just like a blonde streak or something. Like something. highlights. Yeah, something. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Regal didn't come out and say the thing, so I'm kind of tight. Are we on Regal right. Watch, man? Where's Regal at? Home. Where, okay, where's my guy? Where's Diamond. my guy? You know, NXT. I thought be, this would have been the. I thought this would have been the perfect time to like, you know, just do it. Like we haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, we haven't seen you in like months. Damn, man. Come on, the times really changed, man. This ain't the NXT. I'm saying. I'm saying. This ain't your dad's MT, I mean, NXT. <laughs> If there's any sign of change, is William Regal not screaming war games when a whole bunch of people are just fighting and brawling? I hope, but, get, uh, I hope, I hope he's at home giving his son some kind of personality because uh, that guy is a snooze. Great, boy, great wrestler. Boy. The character will come. Uh, Regal's most, li- most likely tending to his reptiles. <laughs> um, I yeah, that's only it. 50. Yeah. Oh, for real? Yeah, that's crazy. We remember went through this. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I remember, right? Just like a couple, uh, couple of months ago. It was just like, damn, you only 50. That's crazy. But um, that's it for NXT, or at least our big topics. We're going to go into the quick hits. Um, Zion Quinn versus Andre Chase. Yo, this match? What the hell? <laughs> I dog, this this match is legitimately in slow motion. Yeah, it was um first I thought I was bugging. I was just like, oh, you know, maybe it was just a sloppy start. When Andre Chase did the kick and then Zion Quinn caught it, I was like, that was the slowest kick I ever seen in my fucking life. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Absolutely insane. These they really put this on TV. This is probably well, when when you said that you know NXT this week wasn't for the wrestling, <laughs> this is the this is the match that's absolutely in the forefront <laughs> of it. Um, Zion Quinn wins, and then Elgato Del Fantasma comes out. Terrible jackhammer, by the way. Uh, yeah. Oh, it looks slow and shitty. <laughs> um, what is it? Raul Mendoza and uh, Zion Quinn. I mean, no, not Zion Quinn. Um, Jacqueline Wild. Walking wild. Uh, they tried to jump him after the match, and they couldn't handle him. And I was just like, "Hey, man, what's going on, man? Man just had a match. You're a big boy. You're a big boy. He just had. He just had a match, bro. You, he, 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 a little winded, bro. You know, you could nah, run up on him, he, stupid. Yeah, big boy. They wasn't built. They uh, wasn't built for that. And then, thank God, he's still with us. 
Santos Escobar comes in, evens the odds <laughs> on this 2v1. Uh, and then they catch him slipping. And then, you know, Electra Lopez doesn't like to be denied or rejected. And I was just, uh, couldn't be me. <laughs> I'm, do, doing, I'm whatever doing whatever she said. Say. Whatever she said, I'm with it. Um, Electra Lopez leading the charge for Elgato. Uh, what was I like? Uh, I mean, that's cool. I think I'll explain where the fuck uh, um, Santos Escobar has been for the last month. <laughs> Man, can they explain to me why Elgato de Fetas was doing this and not challenging for a belt? Like, he complete, like, as soon as Carmelo Hayes won it, he was just like, I'll be back. He gonna be back. He gonna run. He gonna run. He gonna uh, spend the block. Hey, spend that shit faster, man. These niggas wasting their time on Zion Quinn, bruh. This goddamn telenovela uh, storyline. We'll see where this goes. Um, and then obviously, like I completely, I I completely understand that Zion Quinn did not have a mentor before in NXT, and then you know, just let it be. Oh God, that's that happen. Uh. The match, two boring guys versus two boring guys. Did you watch it? Because I didn't. Looked at my phone. I ain't going to hold you. I was looking at my phone. Dog, I will, the match. I, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. I walked away from I, my phone. I just I just yeah. walked away. Why Von Wagner got a fronto leaf on his uh, tights? You know what I mean? That, yeah, he that's, that, that, that's all I had to say. That's all I had from that match. <laughs> that's it. Two just two boring guys, uh, you know, two boring tag teams having a match, and then whatever that happened. Um, I thought this was so weird. GYV had the women's titles on them, and I thought there was replicas, and I was just like, "Oh, is Toxic Attraction gonna come at something? Like, what what's going on here? They gonna try to hit on the ladies, bro?" Oh, uh, uh, they're scamming on grandma. This. When you think this nigga could not get any more despicable, <laughs> this nigga lying. This nigga lying to his grandma, bro. For general, hey, secure the bag, get that generational wealth. But this nigga lying on it, bro. He ain't trying to work for it. I wonder how this is gonna uh, play out. Uh, Nasty work. They, there's a Nana con. Oh, uh, they they had the. Uh, they had like a whiteboard that was just like they're gonna have like a festival for the grand uh for Nana, and I was just like, oh, what is this harebrained scheme, bro? What is the story? <laughs> the nigga's gonna have the uh next week they gonna have the um you should be here signed. Mm-hmm. Real scam um, ve- vector knife. <laughs> Did you try um, to catch you with the vector knife before? Oh no, nah, uh, you might have been you might have missed you might have missed that error, hit, the, the vector knife. They tried to hit me with the foex what. <laughs> oh yeah, you you that you that new era scam. I yeah, was in the old uh, back in my day with knives and uh, <laughs> and you should be here. Whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, uh, I knew somebody that tried to sell knives. It hurt. It hurt to see him down down yeah. that bad. It's yo when you when you eighteen, you fresh out of high school. That shit sound real enticing. The way they, they, they mm-hmm. hit you, with that. I was like, oh, that, that's exactly that's that's exactly that's right. who it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna lie to your grandma. And they returned the belts to t- Toxic Attraction. And then they were just like, oh, y'all sad as shit. We ain't really fucking with y'all. <laughs> Who the hell lies to their grandma? <laughs> um, we'll see what happens with uh, GYV. 
Um, it's not on the docket because I forgot, but it, it was uh, it just came to my mind. It was fairly interesting. MSK does a thing. Did they sneak the pack through TSA? Is that what it was? They definitely <laughs> snuck. They snuck the supplies through TSA. Um, good for them. They're looking for their shaman, and it seems like it's 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 headed towards Jeff Hardy. Yeah, uh, when he, he, he said very hinted, no, very hinted at. Yeah, he was just like, no more words. We're gonna find out. And I was just like, is it gonna be Jeff Hardy? I think it'd be hard if it was Jeff Hardy. And then they said tag team specialist. Does, does Jeff smoke weed? I thought Jeff went a little harder than that. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because just because he don't smoke weed doesn't mean he can't talk to people that do. <laughs> Justin talked to me every day. <laughs> I heard. I smoke weed. I'm sure Jeff smokes weed. Justin don't smoke weed. No, not, not Justin Jeff. No, I Justin went on a whole fucking rant, a whole promo on a show <laughs> with Neil's about smoking weed. And I rolled my I rolled my stay I didn't roll off, my eyes so hard. Stay fucking... off the weed. So these, uh, so these square so these squares over there at A show. <laughs> gotta be corporate. Not me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it should be Jeff Hardy. I think that's gonna be cool. And then uh lashing out with last legend, um, Grayson Waller. Um, cuts a. Well, I didn't do the indies, but that doesn't like, mean you I, could be mean to me. I like that. Bro. I like this promo. I like that promo. I think I have the most character we've seen from Grayson Waller since he's Geyer. Development character to development, I should say. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. But um, I was just like, it's cool if you're gonna cut the uh, you know, well, I didn't do the indies, but whatever, you know, I'm still gonna make it in this industry. I kind of hate I I kind of hate that sort of thing because uh, I th- I think it's corny. Is it, you know you know who did it the it? you know who did it the best. Uh, remember when Bear, nah, when, Bear, <laughs> nah, when Baron Corbin and um Samoa Joe I believe oh. Baron Cor- Baron Corbin was like I all I had to do was make one call and Samoa Joe was like well they called me you know I was like that's fire mm-hmm. I like that. Um. So yeah, he he cut that, and I kind of like. At first, I was just like, okay, whatever. It's gonna be the you know. Well, I didn't do the indies, but when he did the hot dog and the handshake thing, I was just like, all right, we use it, we reusing that. What Champa say? He said, I, I got. Yeah. First of all, Champa Wallen. Yeah, he <laughs> said, nigga, you know where you put you my hot dog at. Hey yo. Wow, boy. It's some muscle trouble when it just hit an AO suck my yeah. dick on TV. <laughs> hey, we, we, we really want to hit TV 14, you know what I mean? Yeah, TV 14, we here with it. But I didn't, uh, I didn't like uh, them reusing the hot dog and the handshake line because of who originally used it. And then if you're gonna reuse who, who it, originally used it, dream. I've heard no people would say hot dog and handshake way before dream. Velveteen Dream said the hot dog and the handshake line, and I don't think, uh, People been saying that since the eighties. If you if you if you could bring up another example, I'll take it back. That's a well-known wrestling uh, example. Hot dog and a handshake. Oh, I'm looking at right now. Hey, I was not. I'm not watching no eighties wrestling, boy. That shit too blurry for me. If you if you could pull up to an example, I hit I hit the Drewski uh, Drewski hands. I'm sure Ric Flair said that in a promo at some point. Easy. Listeners of the show, if you could find an example. Uh, feel free to send it my way, but the response is just going to be the Drewski hands. So it is what it is. 
Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, Dream didn't make that up. Oh, of course not. WWE creative. No, well, yeah, they, <laughs> when they heard it, Ric Flair say it in '85. Is that what you got pulled up? No, I can't find anything at the moment, but it's definitely an expression that's been used well before Dream. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, that's it for NXT. Looking forward to War Games. Uh, excuse me. You can follow me at Cyrus. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Cyrus on TWR. You can follow Quan at the Comeback Spot. You can follow. Uh, you can follow the A Show Network and see all the cool stuff that we are doing, like Spaces, other podcasts, and miscellaneous content. Um, at the A Show RNC on Twitter, and you can subscribe to us on Patreon. Patreon for. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. I haven't messed that up in a long time. That sucks. Um, we have shows like Spot Callers, Legendary Runs, The Evasion Diaries, uh, and other miscellaneous wrestling content. And you can get shows like this, the A Show, and Rewriters Room a day early. There's other nice tiers where you could join our Discord and chat with us uh, about wrestling and other like minded, uh, you know, folks. You can get bodied uh and talk about spider-man in our general chat i'm not, I'm not going there. i'm not even going to go in general <laughs> chat i haven't stepped in there right, as soon as the trailer dropped i said yeah i'm not going in there i already know how y'all acting in there like a bunch of clowns oh yeah. it looks bad that's all i that's all i gotta say it looks bad so, i watched it on my phone so i can't really give you any <laughs> cgi critiques it looked bad and it is what it is at this point <laughs> um Yeah, uh, damn, lost my train of thought. The Spider Man, that's all we back. got. <laughs> uh, yeah, Spider Man, um, Spider Man had you that flabbergasted. It just looked bad. That's just about it. Um, Spot Colors, uh, poll went out. I don't know who won the poll, but uh, GCW and ROH is winning once again. Please vote for ROH because I do not want to watch a GCW show. Um, vote for GCW right now. Oh, Lord, evil deeds. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, you voted. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I'm not telling you who I voted for, but I voted. You just said that you're gonna vote for the GCW show. I was just fucking with you. I'm not telling you my <laughs> vote. Whatever. Um. Yeah. Look forward to that. Um. Next week is Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll catch you back uh, the following week uh, so enjoy that uh, see you guys in two weeks from me and Quan. peace out yeah shit is next week huh I didn't even think about that good shit mm-hmm. alright the Patreon light is on and I feel I feel like if we're not gonna do an episode next week, I feel like we could just do a nice little live watch like Niels and Justin have been doing. Well, what you wanna do? Whatever you wanna do. Mm. Wanna do Team Austin versus Team Bischoff? Survivor series? Yeah, or do you wanna do the first war games or any other previous war games or 
I mean, I, uh, I, I kind of want to do a Survivor Series one, but I, but it'd be too late. It'd, it'd be after yeah, Survivor Series. Survivor Series I mean, <laughs> I mean, he would probably do a War Games and uh, but I want to watch Eric Bischoff. <laughs> No, you know, we can do we can do something. We'll figure it out. It's Patreon content. Fuck it. We do whatever we want. We do whatever we want. yeah, we we'll uh work with uh work on that, try to set that up, and then we'll just find some time to watch Austin and uh uh team Eric Bischoff, team Austin, whatever. Have you seen that before? No, I haven't. So it's my favorite. I think it's my favorite um Survivor series. A lot a lot of people say Alliance versus uh WWF, but I, I prefer this one a lot more. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we could do that. That'd be no issue. But our Patreon topic for this week is social media. 